It is time for session 164 of the Scarper Shoals campaign. It is evening on Swords Day, the 11th of Indigo. A sea breeze eases what would otherwise be a hot day under a clear sky. The Order of the Violet Dawn is arriving at the town of Helmengard on the western coast of the Mountain Kingdom. In the distance, they've spotted an ironclad ship steaming into the docks. Well, not steaming. It doesn't use steam. It's speeding into the docks. And as they come closer to the town, there's a streak of light from its deck that arcs up into the sky and then explodes in a shimmer of bright purple sparkles. Another minute, another, another one erupts, another one erupts, followed by a third. By a third. And I'm getting an echo. Yeah. There was a weird, um, like, moving noise, like you moved a mic and then there was an echo. Well, I my ex-split was just doing something weird for a minute, and I don't know if it might be briefly doing something, but well, I can okay. mute myself in Zoom. Do you hear it still? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, the town of Helmengard straddles a low row of buildings arranged like a staircase down to the sea. From inside these buildings can be heard the pounding of hammers and the grinding of gears as water-wheel-powered machinery inside runs day and night. Smaller workshops line the wide road across from these factories, interspersed with taverns and pubs, and entrances to underground chambers. I assume that you are headed to the harbor, but if there's something else you want to do or discuss or, or delay on your way there... So I believe I am in the... Uh, you, are, you are back up in the valley... Yeah, I'm, I'm ramboing um, it up. In the, ramboing uh, it up. So yeah. what I would like you to do, actually, is make a stealth check as you find yourself a place to hide. Sneak, sneak, sneak. <laughs> and you can do that with advantage because this is your favorite terrain. Charlie, are you muted? Oh, okay, okay. What, no, what'd you roll? Uh, okay. Well, that sucks, but um, uh, 14. 14, okay. Oh, so, also, I have the, um, I'm not going to use it right now, but I, but I have that um, hide in plain sight thing that if I start to hear any movement around me, I will, uh, I can, I can truly do the Rambo thing where you melt into a, into a, uh, into a, you know, camouflage myself. I need a minute of warning to do that. Okay. All right. That gives me a plus 10 bonus. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to say that, 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 um, that you are able to use that bonus to camouflage yourself. And so we'll count that as a 24. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, you're waiting for ascending. <laughs> yes. So the rest of you have, have descended, uh, from the valley and are entering the town of Helmengard. As I said, is there anything uh, anyone wants to do along the way? Um, I mean, we were told to come meet them here, and if I recall correctly, we arrived to see that their ship was still sort of on its way in. Is that right? Uh, yes, but it's moving quickly, and, uh, and as I said... Um, uh, you know, it's it, it will be docking very shortly. Mm -hmm. Well, I I don't know. Should we 
just meet them at the docks. Yeah. I think on our, our long walk, I'm a, a little bit a little bit less angry and a little bit more exhausted and just feeling <laughs> like I'm fine. We we can just give them their things back, the ones that we have anyway, but like not on the terms of like, oh, drop them where you are and we'll allow you to leave alive. I mean, that's not fair. Should we discuss, I suppose, what it is that we actually want? Hmm. Uh, to A, be left to leave the island alive and unharassed, and B, possibly with a posse of sword dudes. <laughs> well, we already arranged for and paid for up front. Oh, yeah. The down payment for that. Mm -hmm. I think that as an apology for not disclosing all of the particulars, that that down payment is going to be all of the payment is what I would think would be fair. Fair. Um, mm. You know, it's, you know, or if you cut the, you know, because we understand that they have needs to mobilize, et cetera, et cetera. But, dude, you let us walk into a death trap. Immediately we got <laughs> oh, out of right, the death trap. Right. But, dude, you let us walk into a death trap without even warning us that it was a death trap. Well, and, and what it comes down to is that if they had some objection to the plan of letting taking Soteria down there, uh, they could have said so instead of telling us, oh, no, you're good to go. Also, accept, we'll accept that payment of a giant piece of adamantine. But then to uh, trick us into going in, like that's that. Uh, I I had always thought of the dwarves as people of honor, and that's certainly not a very honorable thing to do. Yeah. So I think, you know, saying okay, well, in exchange for your stuff and letting us go, we expect as a gesture of good faith that you will cancel payment that on the rest of the deal and make sure that the dwarves get there when we need them to be there. That you will follow through on this deal but not require additional payment from us as an apology for not disclosing all of the facts. Uh, I, I, I would be happy with that. that I mean, I, I would like us to leave with the dwarves as our friends again. <laughs> and I... I am kind of still mystified why this happened in the first place. An explanation, perhaps, too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's possible that as we negotiate, we will discover that they actually never wanted to be our friends in the first place. Yeah, that's entirely true. I suppose if that's the case, then as much as we need some mercenaries, perhaps we don't want to hire ones that don't like us very much. Well, that's a business transaction. I don't think one way or the another. If they're mercenaries and we pay them, then they are going to do their job. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's, that is, that's, that's also understandable. And, you know, we can ask for a refund and we'll cancel the contract. Well, yes. I mean, what? We know that they no longer wish to do business with us and we'll just take that as read. Mm -hmm. 
and we all lived at a table with a really bad taste in our mouths. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I uh, and I think the the loss of the gauntlet is perhaps just something they're going to have to accept as the consequences of their deception. Yep. That keep that phrase in mind: consequences of your deception. Hmm. Anytime they get uppity, we should throw that one around. We would not have had to use the gauntlet. Or remove it from its vault. We would not have removed anything from any of the vaults if they had not trapped us in there. Yeah. So, on the on the flip side of it, you should probably consider what you're willing to give up. Oh well, I mean, I'll give all of these things back. I mean, I'm certainly curious about them, but well, uh, not, not all of them. <laughs> Yes, I know what I just said. We, <laughs> so you, you think we should perhaps uh, we we should take it as a negotiating position? You know, perhaps ultimately willing to give them all up, but only after some concessions on their their side, so to speak. Uh, volunteer nothing. Make them fight for every page. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I think it's just the diplomat coming back in me, as opposed to. Uh, the soldier. I just... all, all these hats you wear, you always wear them on the wrong time. <laughs> I know, I know. I was so mad, and then we had to walk through Lovely Valley and had some good food with some nice gnomes, and now I just want everybody to be friends again. Uh, just remember the sheep. <laughs> mm. Those sheep were up to, up to something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. But if they were, we're on to them. Yes, we have our eyes on them. Yeah. You, you, you self-produce people. I think we left people. them behind hours ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> you see, self-producer people are always suspicious of the wool-producer people. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you hike down the, uh, down the slope alongside this rather noisy building. And come to the harbor. The harbor uh, is is two basically just two arms stretching out on either side of the valley where the where the sea basically comes in this this uh, this uh, 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 where the valley comes down to the sea and this mountain is on either side, kind of like a kind of like a a, a gradually sloping fjord, if that makes any sense. Whoever's typing, mute yourself. And um, and along uh, along and the um, the ship is is anchored off to your left, just coming in to the the very end of the uh, of the of the uh, uh, the key, and uh, uh, so you you walk out that way and you find yourself on a. Um, a piece of engineered land. It's it's all paved. There's some businesses of various nautical sorts on the left-hand side. And as you come up to the uh, the toward the ship, I'm going to share you a map. This is not necessarily a battle map. This is just to show you what the situation is. Um, I whenever I share one of these, I'm always you know. 
a little worried that you're immediately going to um, roll initiative. Roll initiative and. Uh, uh, well, certainly every time you show us one, we're a little worried the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Charlie, I'm sending this to your Yahoo account. Do you uh, have a Gmail? No, Gmail. Angels. Oh, angels. That's right. Angels. Angels. Right. Not Kangels. Angels. Right, there we go. Angel dies slowly. And who am I missing? I'm miss, missing Christiana. For some reason, everybody else I send these to automatically just comes up on my list and I just click them. You I have to write in every time. Anyways. The next time you do it, choose her name first. If you, change the, if you change the order, sometimes that helps. Okay, I'll try that next time. Anyways, uh, map sent. And on the right side of this map is the uh, is the ironclad ship, with its uh, big catapult on the front and ballistae on the sides. You can see a few dwarves watching you from the uh, from the deck of that ship. And the closest one uh, waves and just points further down the wharf. Dwarven eyes are watching you. <laughs> <laughs> so without objection you move further down the further down the wharf mm -hmm. and you spot to the left a wooden table that has been set up and with a few people sitting at it and then some more uh, retainers standing back from it uh, there is a gnome in a pointed hat that you recognize from the reception. Uh, there is a gray-bearded dwarf in full plate armor with a battle axe, a great axe slung over his shoulder, and a uh, short-bearded dwarf with a bald head uh, dressed in robes. And the gnome calls out to you, says, Oh, please come sit. Order of the Violet Dawn, we have much to discuss. It's Methuselah Gnome. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like like old what enough to be Avaloki's father. You know, he's just like... <laughs> Grandfather, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, just like, you know, you expect dust to come out when he talks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not Methuselah Dwarf. So there are there are there are chairs then I assume. Yes, there are there are chairs along along the sides of the table. Yes. Okay. The, the captain of security will in, inspect the area first. Yes. <laughs> okay. Make a perception check. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. A high number plus a medium sized number equals a tall. Twenty-four. Okay, uh, you can hear, but you can't see, the sound of ornithopter wings, wings flapping. They're not real close, but they're close enough to hear. Um, uh, and you can, and over on the 
far end of the ship, you can see that the ornithopter launcher on the ship is primed and ready to go. It's ready to launch another one. Um, uh, there are, uh, there's a, uh, uh, the, the building across from you um, there is uh, made of stone. Um, and it has a kind of a, an elevated, like a tower section on the far end. And there's another, no, another dwarf up there keeping an eye on you. Um, like a sniper? Uh, you don't, you, he's not, he hasn't got like a crossbow out naming it down, but, but, uh, but he's, he's watching from up there. But he's in a, like, is there a, is there a, le- is he behind like a short ledge? There's a, can there's I see a, his feet? Crenel, you can't see his feet. There's crenellations. He's looking between a couple right. of merlons. All right. So I'm just marking him as a sniper. <laughs> I, it would, it would be a good spot for it. Um, and in fact, the, uh, the 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 roof of the building just between you and him is sloped, and it looks like it's kind of made to uh, to allow for that. Um, uh, so, is everybody else coming and sitting down as well? You're waiting for yeah. Sierra to give the go ahead. Sierra comes back to the party. Wait, wait. Sierra comes back to the party before anyone leaves. So come back. Yeah. <laughs> Did they put glue or something on the chairs? Uh, I don't. Did they did they put something odd in the chairs? Uh, Like, is is the table kosher? uh, You did not spot anything that looked out of place. Okay. Okay. Uh. Okay. Just, um, I think they've they've proven themselves that uh, we need to be. A little bit more respectful of what they may be willing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was. I was going to be a lot more blunt about it, but yeah, yeah they're they're ready to throw down. Yeah. Well, I, I think at a certain point, although I I think that we have the moral high ground here, so to speak, I think it's clear that they are very concerned about uh, what we saw down in those vaults. They wished for us to die down there. So I'm not necessarily surprised that they're taking us serious as a threat. Given what they did to us, they have every reason to expect that we would be coming here to kill them. Uh, No. I think... I think you're misinterpreting it. I don't think they're seeing us a threat. I think they are flexing on us. I don't think they see us as a threat at all. They should. Which is why they threw us in there in the first place, and I agree with you. But technically speaking, we are in an extremely poor position. And uh, I think our only exit strategy is to steal the ship. <laughs> that, 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 that conversation was going like, do, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I, I think I may want to veto that at least for the short term. Oh, me too. I'm just saying if we got a GTFO, that's our exit. Cause we're not running out of here. They, they have flyers. 
on this ship, we have cover. Strategically speaking, that's our only way out of this alive, if it comes down to that. And that is like, that is absolute worst case, everything else has failed scenario. I am putting that out there. I am not saying let's do this. I'm just saying I like to have a plan ready in case of an emergency. And that is, I think, our emergency plan. Let us hope we never need to use it. Please. Having said that, I'm going to go ahead and cast Mage Armor. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think also there's potentially the option of uh, flying away. I know they have ornithopters, but I suspect that if we were giant eagles, we could fly faster than the ornithopters. Uh, can you Actually, do, do, I, do I think that? Um, their ornithopters are fast. Mm. They're yeah, fast. But they're, well, they're fragile. <laughs> um, you've, you've seen them operate in the war. Um, they 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 fly at 120 feet. That's their speed in the air, mm. and they can stay airborne for hours. Mm. Uh, they don't Actually, get exhausted. Whereas a flying creature has to stop and rest every hour. Um, you do bring to mind a good thought, Avaloki, and so I would say stealing a ship is Plan B, or maybe even I don't know G or F, but. Mm. One of us becoming a flying eagle, and then me as a mount with my bow, I think that's a solid plan A. Yeah. Can steal one of those ornithopters. That is a, a point I one, it. possibly a plan B. But I don't I know how to find those things. sized, though, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yep, they, they are. Put a medium are. creature a bit. No. <laughs> In any case, uh, Wait, I, actually, I, 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 hmm? no, no, they, they, they would have to be modified. <laughs> no. They are, they are. Well, in any case, um, I, I think that, um, well, I, I think the longer that we take right now, the more it will indicate that we are afraid of them. So, shall Let's we? Go. Yep. Okay. Go. You come back and sit down at the table. And the gnome at the far end says, My name is Daramond Loop. I am here representing the crown of the Mountain Kingdom. I am the court archmage. With me here... And he points to the fellow on his right. Is Rothrax Semkamp? He is here representing several notable clans of the Mountain Kingdom. The hereditary keepers of the land. And finally, Mortal Mark Zeldardo. The master of the siblinghood of keepers. The first thing I would like to ask you is to describe your dealings with one Gothenburg Keltak. Um. 
I believe that we can do that uh, in exchange for an explanation of why we were deceived. That, uh, would you need to ask Gotterborg uh, about? I suspect that telling us we could go into the vault without including the information that we would not be allowed to leave was not Gotterborg's idea. told that you were fully informed about the traditions related to the vault and that you had agreed to them. So that is why we wish to know what Gotteborg Caltech told you. I believe that statement calls for an inside check. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, my insight's bad, but I still got a fourteen. Sierra rolled a sixteen. Okay. <laughs> Better than than Turby's doing with a eight. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I got it. Yeah, he's he seems he seems to be on the up and up. Okay. Um. But. You also so, didn't roll that high. <laughs> Gotterborg is an individual that we have previously worked with in the context of him providing uh, construction expertise and labor for some of our projects in the Scarpa Shoals. Yes, and evidently... From observation, you had paid him the original in a certain quantity of adamantium. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. Well, uh, is it, yes, it was, right? Of that, yes. Part of that arrangement was that uh, you would uh, uh, enter into a forge... Under the city of, um, I've forgotten the name of the city uh, that you normally go to, um, but anyways, that one. Um, uh, And uh, in that location, uh, you would uh, uh, clear it out and open it up so that his uh, smiths could enter and work the adamantine. That is correct. Uh. I believe it was none of the individuals that are here right now were did that right, but, but you've was, heard the story. I'm just con- right, yeah. I'm just I'm just confirming yeah. that. So you yeah. know, just to say, it's like although none of the individuals sitting here before you were in uh, directly involved in that party, certainly that was done by representatives of the Order of the Violet Dawn. And uh, you learned after the fact that this forge did not, in fact, belong to the Caltech clan. I think we did more or less, right? See, I think we had, we had been given the impression 
that although there had been some territorial dispute, that the presence of newly forged adamantine would smooth over any potential difficulties. Yes, as I recall, one of his favorite phrases is that it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Mm -hmm. I take it that you are not a fan of that particular line of thinking? Uh, It tends to generate a certain amount of chaos. I'm inclined to agree. So, with full knowledge of the sort of individual that Gotteborg Keltak is, you approached him a second time, seeking mm-hmm. to exchange the much, once again, a large quantity of adamantium for access to the vault. Not accurate. Uh, it is an oversimplification that leads out crucial details. Please when we were tra- me. When we were traveling here, our intention had nothing to do with adamantine or visiting the vault. That was an adjunct deal to our original purpose, which was to hire mercenaries. And as Strasbourg had proven adept at supplying us with construction labor. We saw him as a point of contact for contracting mercenaries as well. However, on our way here, we encountered Soteria, an individual of our previous acquaintance, whom we had in the past entered into a bargain with on good faith, and felt satisfied with the dealings that we had had with her. She asked us to be her representatives in exchanging another extremely large piece of adamantine in exchange for visiting the vault. We, having already been here to speak to Gotterborg, asked if he would be involved in this process. However, we knew that this would likely exceed his own personal level of authority. And so we trusted him only to be our liaison in this matter. And it seems, at least from our perspective, as though that arrangement was blessed by the uh, people necessary. He came back to tell us that there was a uh, a polite fiction required as far as the nature of our visit, but that there would be no problem, and he accepted payment in the form of this large piece of adamantine. And... We traveled down there in good faith on that basis. Um, I noticed that um, Sola and uh, and uh, Sherby are not, did you not move your t- tokens to the table? Um, is that is that intentional or are you are, are you joining them at the table? No, I um, was under your impression we were at the table. Okay. Yeah, um, They're just really tiny and I can't quite see. Yeah, it, okay. It was, it, they didn't actually populate 
on my screen. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, where did they go? I moved them to the table already there. Yeah. And, uh, so, and for the record, um, uh, uh, the um, uh, uh, has taken out a, a napkin from her pocket, a handkerchief or something like that, and folded a little, folded a little gargoyle on the table. He's very <laughs> cute. <laughs> um, so, that's the so, that's the wrong token, actually. Do you remember I sent you an updated? Oh yes, you did. You did. You did. You did. Let me let me get the right yeah, one because I've got I've that. Got I've got that one. Hand, hold on. Hold on. Let me put the right one down. Yes, that's important. Yeah, that's important. I have, to, I have to take my jewel of enhancement in a, into into account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, see. There we go. So it it would seem to us if it is as you say that the deception is purely Gotterborg's then uh, it strikes me that uh, you're, you're attempting to impugn us as uh, the makers of a poor decision, keeping poor company in engaging with Gotteborg again. And yet it was uh, everyone else here who seemingly would know him much better, who were the ones who actually had grievance with him in the first place, who apparently agreed once again to allow this to all occur. If he is so disreputable and untrustworthy, why then was he allowed to be the single point of contact between us and entering the vault? He had informed us that there was a... <sighs> matter of uh, a certain uh, divine uh, naivete uh, that uh, that these uh, superior person that you were escorting mm -hmm. was in fact what needed to be sealed in the vault and that uh, your team was part of the uh, part of the ritual to seal her there once you got there uh, mm -hmm. uh, he the adamantine was engineered to be part of the Part of the work to seal up the, the vault behind you, and quite frankly, several members of the administration were mm, their opinions were swayed by the unusual level of wealth involved. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it mortgaged off my Christmas list. So <laughs> I am here because I never trusted Gutterborg in the first place, and those who did on this particular occasion are no longer in His Majesty's good graces at the moment. So. Uh, let us take as a hypothetical for the moment 
that we believe this narrative. Because as of right now, we have only your word for this. Go on. And at least our experience in the last couple of days has given us pause to take anyone's word at face value. Understandable. So if this is in fact the case, that it is in fact this villain Gotteborg that has deceived all of us, resulting in this tragedy. A catastrophe. What is your proposal then to us, the victims of his deception? We seek to ameliorate as much as possible the effects of the breach of the vault of Mordkadral. That is our primary goal. And the 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 uh, the fellow in the robe sitting next to him nods, narrow-eyed. Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Eighteen. Um, uh, he's uh, he. You don't you don't see any reason for him. You don't you don't see any indication that he's that he's being deceitful here. No, I mean the 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 squinty eye guy. Like what's the squinty eye guy? What, yeah, what's um, his expression? Uh, he's, he's controlling himself. Um, uh, he's clearly got other things he'd like to say, but he's holding off. Uh, the fellow in the armor is, is sitting there. He's got, he's sitting on his chair, you know, with, uh, on the edge of his seat, he's got his battle axe. Um, uh, 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 on the ground in front of him, and he's got his hands up on top of it, and he's just like, my my um, presence here is required, but I'm not. Um... <laughs> Message coming in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not actually doing much with it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so while this is going on. Uh, up on the mountainside, Charlie, um, there is, uh, there is a group of gnomes, uh, that are moving through the copse of trees where you've hidden yourself, led by a fellow in a pointy hat with... A, a a device on the bottom end of a string that he's holding up, mm. and the little needle on it is swinging back and forth. But you can tell that it's pointing right at you. Uh-huh. Now, they haven't yeah. seen you, but he's got he's got a tracker of some kind. I screwed up. Charlie, are you? Uh, <laughs> Charlie, are you? Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. I, I will sit still for the moment. I'm gonna wait for them to. If they, um, I'm gonna wait for them to speak to me. If they, you know, if they make that, if they make that move, then I'll. I'll, I'll determine my move from there. Um. Okay. Uh. They. They. Get. 
you are you are like in a bush with stuff stuck into your clothes and shit, and you're just yeah, like yeah. you know really hunkered down and all that, and they walk past you and immediately stop and turn around, and this guy is right there. You could you could touch him if you wanted to. You're keeping completely still, um, and and uh, you hear the gnome say something in gnomish, and and they start you know looking around, um, uh, and uh, 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 and and then finally you know uh, the, the, the 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 they're just they're, but they're absolutely completely missing you. <laughs> um, and finally, the uh, the the, um, uh, the 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 fellow in the pointy hat uh, says, uh, "Half elf man, half elf man, are you here?" <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. How, how close? How close is? How close is? <laughs> You said I could just reach out. And grab yeah, his his he is right there. Yeah, I'll go for I'll go for the the front of his shirt and pull him up to me like this. I guess that's a grapple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Roll with advantage because you have uh, you have um, uh, Sur- it's surprise. surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that a roll to hit or just uh, uh, roll athletics. Okay. And you can, like I said, you can roll roll with advantage. Oh, that's good. That's an 18. Okay. Yeah, you beat him. Um, you, gra- you grabbed him and pulled him in. I just and- pull him right to my face and say, all right, I'm here. You're right. Now, he, he, what are you he's, do he's, he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he drops <laughs> his, he drops his tracker about? thing, <laughs> and the, 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 the fellows who are around with him. Knife, knife up to his throat, knife up to his throat, and I'm just saying, I'm not... I'm not wanting to fight here. I'm not I, wanting to fight here. But it certainly looks like you do. Well, you got me outnumbered, but I know I can take all of you. So we're gonna do this the right way. That was badass. <laughs> I'm gonna stand up. You're gonna lead me where you want me to go, but you're not attacking. Like I, I was just, I was just told to find where you were. All right, like I said, you guys step forward, start walking. I'm right behind. All right, all right, all right. And he, he turn around walk- and you're gonna, you're gonna pay for. It. And he, he backs up towards the, uh, towards the trail that he had uh, come in on. And the other the other gnomes nearby, and it looks like is a combination of some, some hunters and some shepherds, you know. You know, rural folk, um, they've got, you know, slingshots and one of them's got a light crossbow and uh, that kind of thing. Um, and they're, they're, they backed way up when you did this. Um, they're, they're all really spooked. Anybody. I'm not in the mood to kill anybody. And, else, and, and I'm, I'm here to grab their tracker thing. <laughs> 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 And and yeah, the uh, oh, oh yeah, is the tracker on the ground? I'll pick that up and say this is the price of doing business. Now get, get <laughs> he, walking, I'm right behind. He 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 takes a he takes a, 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 a and a, he says, 
I'm going to get something from my pocket. Don't kill me. I'm not going to kill you. He, he reaches into his pouch and he pulls out a little flat stone with a rune carved on it. What is that? Uh, uh, you don't, it looks like it no, might no, be a magic asking. item. What is that? What is it's that? A, it is a sending stone. It uh, allows me to send a message to my bus. Go ahead. I, I have located the ranger. He's got... Me, and please send instructions. And a few seconds later, he says, I am to invite you to join the rest of the order down at the docks. Or not, I don't, I don't want to die. It's fine. Start walking, I'm walking with you. It, 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 it okay. And, uh, and he he motions to the rest of the to rest of the people who are with him that, that you 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 go back to your families. I don't. I I will do this alone. I and, I, 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 I wave him off. You know, and I make a I make a big deal of sheathing the knife. Okay, so he's he he, he and he uh, uh and he uh he uh um uh picks up a stick on the side of the road and, and casts light on it to illuminate the way down the, uh, down the mountainside. Wait, he's got dark vision, you've got dark vision. You're just going down. Yeah, we've only got dark vision, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no need down. to make light. Anyways, um, uh, so as you're sitting there with, the, um, with, with, uh, with uh, Deramond, uh, he stops for a moment and then you hear him say, uh, please invite the ranger to come down to the re- with the rest of his uh, uh, rest of his friends down here in the harbor. Do I need to make a check to try to look completely unimpressed or like not concerned at all? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that would that that would be uh, that would be uh, uh, in order. Oh. Um, what either performance or deception? I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that either would be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, one's better for me, so I'll roll that. <laughs> um, but it's only it's a thirteen, which okay. you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, anyways. Yeah. So I think I think what I'll say is. Certainly, under the circumstances, you can't blame us for taking precautions. Indeed not. Uh, Once we had discovered the deception that Gatterborg had uh, imposed, conflicted on all of us, it became imperative that we sit down and discuss what would happen next. When did you realize Gatterborg had deceived you? Uh, we finally caught up to him uh, midday today. Caught up to him suggesting well, not sus- at his home? We, we suspected that something might be amiss when the we received word that the walls of the vault had been breached. 
and then uh, went to Gothenburg's uh, residence to speak with him about it and found that he had cleared out and, in fact, had taken ship for Tabatabai. And we sent a flight of ornithopters to catch up with him. Does he still have the adamantine with him? No, he sold his share of it shortly before leaving. He had quite a lot of gold so with him. His share suggesting that uh, this was already accepted largely by the, the city as a payment and was already being dealt with in a mercantile manner? Yes. It was initially thought to be quite a coup on his part, but we were deceived. So let me ask this. Had we not come to Gothenburg, let's say we rewind a couple of days and we are sitting in front of you instead of Gothenburg and we say... We are representatives of Soteria who would like to exchange this large amount of adamantine for the privilege of going into the vault. And I think you can agree that our expectation would be to come back out again also. What would you have said? The dwarf, the, the bald dwarf in the robes, um, who has been introduced to you as uh, uh, Muttel Marcus Dorgo says, if you had come to us to say that you wanted to take something from the vault, we would have said no. And, and, uh, and uh, Rothrak says, well, don't be so hasty. We might have found a way to accomplish what she does. I said, no, nothing comes out of the vault. That's the way it is. And, uh, and, uh, uh, Deramond, gentlemen, gentlemen, we've already been over this. We suspect that there would have been a protracted period of negotiation while certain traditions were examined and, uh, uh, I, sacred texts consulted and scholars. Sacred texts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been, uh, it would have taken quite some time. Probably would have worked out, though, yes. Mm, never, says the other dwarf. Yes, it. Oh. It was old, a lot of adamant. It, yes, uh, and uh, and um, I should mention the uh, importance of adamantium to the dwarvish mm-hmm. uh, culture. Oh, no question. So let let us be clear what our intentions were in this matter out of affection for Soteria in our past dealings with her and understanding how valuable adamantine is seen to the dwarves, 
we asked for no cut whatsoever and were only acting as a go-between between what seemed to be a mutually beneficial arrangement. And it sounds to me as though uh, this idea that we had volunteered to seal ourselves into the vault with Soteria is, uh, please forgive me, laughable on its face. I suggest that a large amount of adamantine and a belief that we would not escape played a significant role in how believable that theory was. Am I right? Uh, uh, um, uh, model uh, Zadargo slams the table with his fist. You mock our tradition! No. Uh, let me no, explain I something to you, lady. Every time something goes into that vault, every single time, one of our number is sealed in with it. It is part of our duty and an expectation that the person who brings an item in there makes that their last task in the order. And yet, for non-dwarves, not part of your culture, you didn't think to ask if we understood that? I thought to ask, but no, I was silenced! And he shoots his, uh, he shoots a glare across the table and, and the, and the, uh, uh, and the, uh, the fellow across the table just harumphs and doesn't respond to it. Mm-hmm. So, so, I guess... Daramon says, There has been, as you might imagine, a certain amount of chaos in the ruling mm-hmm. class of the Mountain Kingdom since this uh, deception has been revealed. Uh, and you are right that mercenary... Considerations played a great deal of a part in greasing the gears to make this happen. Uh, that's all. That's all. At this point, water under the wheel. We, what we need to decide now is what we are going to do moving forward. Agreed. So, uh, we have discussed this among our number, and I am sure you heard some of those conversations. It was never our intention to go into the vault seeking to bring anything out except Soteria's brother, which we were not told was not allowed. Well, as I said... So, on that basis, we only decided to remove some of those artifacts, A, as a means of saving our own lives... And B, as a means of saying, well, they have already tricked us. <laughs> and to so, the point of eschewing your traditions, I mean, just add this tiny point in and staring directly at the guy who was just like, you mock our traditions. It's like, I actually vetoed the idea against taking things out of the vault. Well, good for you. So... <laughs> mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to feel that the inside check not required. He's being sarcastic. <laughs> well, uh, so, uh, sir, I, I, I understand you're, you're angry at everybody involved here. And so I don't ask for your pardon or forgiveness, except to say, it seems to me 
that we are innocent victims of the true deception here, and therefore anger at us is unhelpful to your cause and not morally justified. Uh, 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 he, he just crosses his arms and scowls. And Deramond, Deramond makes another placating gesture and says, Again, let us, let us continue, please, to, to the topic sure. of what we shall do about the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we are hoping that those items that have been taken from the vault can be returned to us. Several of them are quite dangerous, and we would very much like to see them just as forgotten as they had been before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one piece... The gauntlet is not no longer within our power to return to you. Oh dear! Soteria has it, and she has kept it. So, Soteria, this Soteria person, I, I I do not even want to repeat what what Gautamor told us she was. What? Who is she? Well, at the very least, (laughs) (laughs) yes, uh, that that is her. That is her claim. And uh, we have no sufficient cause to disbelieve her other than just the general improbability of it. Oh, oh, what of creation? What did you say? Demigod. 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 Oh, 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 dear. Uh, She claimed to recognize the gauntlet and say that it once belonged to her people. Uh, And uh, It was perfectly sized for her. (laughs) <laughs> well, that, uh, that's a, uh... One might could say it fit like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> that is a disturbing, uh, uh revelation. Uh, well, uh, of the items that remain in your, uh, in your power to return, um, which of those do you have? Uh, we we have not taken an inventory of the vault at this time. Uh, um, it Cielo, sounds like it's a problem for someone to go in. Cielo, <laughs> Cielo whispers out to Avaloki um, that uh, uh, we need they need to give us something before we give them that answer. Uh, so I I think that we are interested in this negotiation. But uh, beyond our ability to eventually leave this place safely, which I think is non-negotiable, I would like to hear some of what you propose to offer us in exchange for the return of these items. Well, there is the small matter of the fact that you know of the existence of some of these things, things that we have Mm -hmm. very carefully uh, kept secret for a very long time Mm -hmm. and have uh, placed away for, to be quite honest, the benefit of the entire material plane. And we will need assurances that these secrets will remain secret. 
Uh, so, to be quite honest, you are in a position to blackmail us for quite a bit if you wanted to. So my question to you is not so much what you have as what you want. And and the the uh, the dwarf to his left in the in the robes, his face is just turning red, and the uh, the um, uh, the one to his right um, lights a pipe. <laughs> All the fucks uh, to give, none of the fucks to give. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, I propose a tea break. Ah. To so that we may uh, adjourn and discuss this. We will not leave this platform, but we would like a modicum of privacy to discuss. And uh, I suggest we reconvene in like fifteen minutes. Oh. Would that be? Would that be? We are not going to be unreasonable. I, I promise you that we will not be unreasonable. Nothing we ask for, we will negotiate. We will, we will negotiate in good faith with you. Um, but we are we sitting here like at the table. Discuss, yes, but we would like to take a few minutes to um, discuss in light of the information that you have provided for us. Is that is that all right? That is that is entirely reasonable. The tavern to your right here has been cleared of its staff and guests and is available for your inspection. I uh, I uh, solemnly swear that there is no uh, detection devices or scrying that will go on while you are deliberating. That is very much appreciated. Thank you so much. And so the four I, of you I, head yeah, into I, the tavern. I, 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 I give Sherbier. Yeah, nice one. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, some, sometimes that charisma that charisma score comes in handy. <laughs> Don't sleep on charisma, man. <laughs> Ain't just for power and spells, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, There's a great I, I, meme of a of a fox amongst a bunch of foxhounds, and uh-huh. some people like you know never make charisma your dump stat. <laughs> charisma is almost always my dump stat, unless I'm unless I'm playing a magic user. All right. So the second we get inside, I look at Sherbian's like, all right, detect magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is no uh, there is no divination magic at hand. However, a uh, device behind the bar has got alteration magic. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I will I will use a spell slot and point that out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, can I go just look at it with? Arcana, or just try uh, to assess. Uh, yeah, what it might be. It is. Uh, it is a a uh, modified alchemy jug. Oh, ah, nice. nice. That's cool. <clears throat> um, I think we'll we'll leave it leave it where it is because that is not nice to steal from the people who are our hosts. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yeah. And, no, I I agree. Uh, we're we're not here for alchemy jugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Given the fact that uh, Gutterborg 
90% chance that he screwed us. Yeah, I'm 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 leaning in that direction too, which is a terrible shame. Um, I suppose there was I'm not because No. Motive. Like Well, his motive I mean, is that he got an awful lot of gold. Right. But he screwed over a really good client with a lot of potential well, forthcoming work coming for that. Yes, with the caveat that the amount of adamantine we were giving him was probably a thousand times what we were going to pay him for mercenaries. <laughs> You're not sure of the going rates, but uh, make a history check. Okay. I, I kind of pulled that number out of my butt. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, uh, you did cut off Daramond when he was going to explain the cultural significance of adamantine. But uh, mm. um, but anyways, yes. Uh, uh, but it was, it, it, it's, you know, maybe not a thousand, but a, it's a, it's, yeah, the, 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 the mercenary contract is, small change compared to that deal. Well, and the thing is, too, it, if if we had failed to escape, nobody would have ever known the difference. Right. And, and, and besides, did I think like kind of he doesn't slip. deal in mercenaries. He would have only been the uh, go-between. Right. Um, and and Daramond did let slip that it wasn't until the, the that was breached that his deception was detected and it had kind of the whole deal had really kind of elevated him in the in you know in dwarvish society. Uh, it, mm. it, was, it really was okay. it really was transformative for him. So, and uh, the the sending that I sent to him mm-hmm. was i had interpreted it at the time as simply being not free to speak but i suspect now that it was not free to speak on the basis of him being imprisoned <laughs> uh that seems quite likely <laughs> as opposed to uh the idea that uh yeah, I, I mean to some extent Although I suppose it matters in the grand scheme of things, justice-wise, how involved he was versus how much, you know, willful believing, willful belief was uh, involved on the part of the rest. It almost doesn't matter for us. Like, we, we are forced to negotiate with these people here regardless. And I don't know that we have any evidence that can help us to support a change in the position they've stated that in that regard. I don't know. I, I, I get the feeling that they are here to actually negotiate, and it's a tough position for them. Now, it may be that they were in on it, but... Even if that's true, I don't think that changes our position. Yeah, I was I was thinking that too. Like at this point, you know, I mean, we're on their land, so accusing them of something is pointless. Um, well, it, it doesn't get us anywhere. Right. Exactly. It, um, it, it just delays the outcome of these negotiations. Yeah. So here's the question then: 
what what do we want from them? Yeah. Because A, I think we need to make sure that the contract for the mercenaries is honored. Mm. Well, um, I, I think I, I, I agree with you, but I, I would go even just a bit more abstract. And yeah. this is something that we may be uh, required to be a bit um, generous in certain terms for but I think the value, the valuable proposition to come out of this with is not merely mercenaries, but the friendship of the dwarves. If that can be had. Yeah, the, um, I've just, like I, like I said, like I told him, I think we need to negotiate in good faith. And so I, agree. I think what we want um, and I think if friendship is our goal, I think mm -hmm. that we go ahead and keep the terms as agreed. Gutterborg ran off with the down payment, but... Well, he was captured, they, though, so... Yeah, well, they can relieve him of our down payment and mm -hmm. uh, set us up with a new more honest uh, facilitator mm -hmm. or contact person um, to so that we can continue to do profitable business with the Dwarven Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I think we want to make sure that those mercenaries do come through. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that um, yeah. maybe I, a repair I, I, made out of adamantine would <laughs> Sierra nods emphatically. <laughs> you know, yes. and, 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 and not outfitting all of us, mm. but making sure our fighter can fight to the best of her abilities. Um, well, I so I I I love I love all of that. Uh, I I think maybe perhaps. Well, so I I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, but I, I think in, in broad strokes, the way we can put it is to say the adamantine was never ours. That was Soteria's. Mm -hmm. She got what she wanted, plus a bonus of the gauntlet. So we can, in some ways, consider that part of the deal completed. Mm -hmm. And our arrangement to begin with had been to pay for some mercenaries. And if we are able to come out of this with some contracted mercenaries, then we've gotten what we wanted. Right. And the uh, hurt feelings we may have at being tricked is in some ways balanced by the fact that we now have knowledge they wish we didn't have. <laughs> well, <laughs> all that square. Yeah, but, no, see, here's, I, I, I see what you're saying, but like, you, if you go by the, the table pounder, these are extremely proud people who like, practically masturbate over their traditions um <laughs> so there is an image for <laughs> uh i think we're gonna need to give them something solid regarding oh well to be clear we knowledge. would be returning 
No, no, no. I, I, I'm I talking about the knowledge of, of what's in that vault. I think we're going to need to propose that we signed some kind of silence contract that both sides will are willing to agree to. I, I mean, certainly a promise is not something I object to. It is not my... I don't think any of our intentions to use this information we have gleaned for any uh, purpose negative to the interests of the dwarves, at least not unless they give us some other reason. Okay, I'm going to flip the tables. If it's us and I'm in their position and I need to make sure that uh, we just dealt with someone who just found out our deepest, darkest secrets, I am not letting them go on a promise. 100% no. We're getting so something ironclad we, locked down or they don't ever leave. And I think that's their well, position. And I think that's what we have to deal with. You're, you're describing a hypothetical, idealized thing that I'm not sure how we actualize. Uh, no, it's right happening right here. Like, they're not going to let us go with the knowledge of yeah. what's in that well, vault without yeah, but something what are you more. That we write this on a piece of paper? I, I don't know what I, you're asking. I think a contract is as good of a promise except that this whole thing of magically putting things on paper with a million people witnessing and signing it holds almost as much sway as an actual gaze. And I think that's how we get out of this. Because we're not, we're not dealing with them as a bunch of people who came looking for mercenaries. We're dealing with them as a political order. And, and that needs, the solution needs to be on the order of political orders solving problems together but but now who's doing the dwarves negotiating for them here i i thought i thought this whole basis is that we were proposing our option and then they make a counter proposal and it sounds to me like you're anticipating yes a counter proposal that they have not made i am anticipating right because so i think if they make it then we discuss what they have in mind but you're I... you're imagining something that they have not even suggested yet that's my job. <laughs> well, okay, but I don't like. Listen, I, I, I. Okay, well, first of all, just from a magic standpoint, like, are there these contracts that like are achievable in these in these terms that would have any actual effect, or is it really? Just I wasn't talking about a magical contract. I'm just like you know an actual you know agreement. Okay. Well, okay. Let me be clear then, Sierra, that when I say a promise, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, then we then we understand each other. We're fine. <laughs> okay, you're the one that made this whole big deal about it as powerful as Aegeus and all that. There's, there's, there's I thought a, you were talking about some magical contract signed in blood. There's a knock on the door. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will all open right. the door. The 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 armored fellow is on the other side of the door. Is everything okay in there? <laughs> yes, we are just spirited conversationalists. <laughs> all right, all right. Just wanted to make yes. sure there wasn't any. Mm. No, no funny business. Uh, we are right. very serious right. about resolving this issue. We'll be uh, give us five more minutes, and we'll be out. Yeah, that's right. our clue. That's our clue to mm. be out there. C carry on. He, he calls the door and walks away. <laughs> I thought they weren't supposed to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting very loud. Well, we're not supposed to be yelling. Um, uh, so in any case, then I, I do not object to signing a contract to promise not to you to tell what we saw in the vault. 
I'm curious about some of it. Like for one, just those diaries that specifically were like a time capsule that were supposed to have been opened years ago. Like why are those sealed away and not opened like the instruction said? Hey, make that part of the thing. Somebody would have to go in there to die for that to happen. That's, I mean, we can tell them that, hey, these I mean, the diaries didn't say they should be stored in a vault where someone has to die to go in and look at them. Maybe somebody was really, really embarrassed. (laughs) They put them in the vault because they didn't want to open them, is my guess. Probably. Yes. In any case, so shall, so broad strokes of what we're proposing. Uh, the, they keep the adamantine. We return the artifacts that we have, perhaps minus some questions about them. And, uh, we, uh, ideally with the goodwill of the dwarves have a contract for some mercenaries. And a sword. And (laughs) (laughs) And, And a sword made of adamantine as a symbolic representation of the deal made. And the promise to be kept. Uh, yes. How about that? Yes. So I like, I, I like that. We can say, you know, they keep the adamantine minus the sword and the sword is an exchange for the return of all of the artifacts and a contract uh, that we will have to read, of course, but uh, to, to promise that the Order of the Violet Dawn will never use any of the knowledge gained from inside the vault uh, against dwarven interests at any point. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the uh, I, I think we should stick to our guns as far as, uh, um, you know, we made our down payment and we are fine with them keeping that, but perhaps the contract is fulfilled there and we do not owe any additional funds. Agreed. Is that is everyone yep. find that acceptable? Yep. It may make some counter proposals, but that is our starting position. Yep. Okay. All right. So you head back out. Mm-hmm. They have evidently been talking while you were away, because mm-hmm. the uh, the um, the uh, the the fellow in the robes, the bald fellow in the robes, is uh, Zadargo is. Uh, is uh, doesn't look quite as angry as he did before, um, mm-hmm. and there is a rather large amount of pipeweed smoke in the air. <laughs> um, and uh, and Deramon says, uh, "You have come to a conclusion." Uh, we have come to a uh, an an opening position. I would be interesting to hear interested to hear it. So our our proposal is this. Our original terms when we came in was the intention of providing the adamantine which mm. deal is concluded and the artifacts which were never part of that arrangement will be returned in full to the extent that we are able. The arrangement for the mercenaries 
is still something we need and are very much interested in. We believe in the fighting power of dwarves. And we would like the friendship of the dwarves. And given that we have already made a down payment, perhaps that contract can be fulfilled by a more reputable uh, go-between without any additional funds transferred. And with the last bit, key, a symbolic adamantine rapier in exchange for a contractual promise that no member of the Order of the Violet Dawn will ever share any of the information gleaned within the vault uh, for any against dwarven interests at any time. This is broadly acceptable. I would like to make one small change. I have at my disposal a arcane ability to modify memories. I would like to, one by one, so that you may confirm that I have done what I told you to, that I was going to do and no other, Remove the memory from each of your minds of the existence of one of the treasures stored in the vault. Mm -hmm. We don't need to say which one. I think it's clear. And not everyone here is aware of all of what was in the vault. Mm hmm I think we understand each other. However, that represents a rather significant uh, uh, concession compared to a simple contract. So uh, perhaps an adamantine weapon for each of us. Mm, time is required to each of those, we would not be able to uh, to complete that in a short period of time. Uh, here's, here's an idea. The mercenary company, if you honor that con agree to honor that contract, the mercenary company will be charged with delivering the weapons to us when they come to the Scarper Shoals. Uh, I, I, I as a counter offer, mm -hmm. um, I I do like the idea of a singular weapon in recognition of our agreement. Mm -hmm. uh, however, we have certain resources. Uh, Elsewise, that uh, might be of interest uh, as well, uh, on a similar order to adamantine weapons. Uh, I, I was unable to explain earlier, adamantine has a tremendous cultural significance in the mountain kingdom. It at one time, 
It was required that an adamantine crown or circlet be forged any time a, a new clan was founded. And then we ran out. It no longer became available, and the number of clans has stood uh, unchanged since that time. And so the among the dwarves, the 712 clans has been a number that has been the standard for quite a long time. And as our people have grown and spread, those clans have become larger and in some cases are a bit unwieldy. And we would very much like to have more of them. Well... Every, we don't know when another windfall like this will come to us. So we are jealous with it. Um, mm -hmm. The future of our realm may depend on how much of it we have. So let me make some counter offers. Uh, you have among you... Um, a powerful servant of the divine. You have a martial arcanist. You have a one-man siege engine. She's pointing <laughs> to Sherby. <laughs> um, One-woman siege engine, please. <laughs> well, okay. I would, he, he, he. It's, sorry, <laughs> humans. Yeah. We don't have beards. It's just so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, uh, and says, I believe we can uh, make an offer that is comparable without the. Uh, without the compromise of uh, adamantine. Um, we are... Uh, we have resources. Um, so, basically, in addition to an adamantine rapier, um, what magic items would you really wish you could have? Hmm. Gosh, I've already got a pretty good sword. Yeah. I don't necessarily need have, that. Can we have an iron flask to put Govil in? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's a thought. That's a thought. Hmm. Do they have an iron flask? Or could they make one? Or could they make one? Let well, me check, one, let me check one how, other uh, thought, as much as I love the idea of getting cool magic items, and I really do, but <laughs> it is also like we had talked about our original arrangement for mercenaries was to defend, help us to defend against the order of the embrace. I, I guess what, what, I guess maybe this, the scale is, is, is like how many of our, these new magic items would we sacrifice to have the dwarves have our back when we go to fight Govil too. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Um, 
Well, you, you, you'd, you'd have to uh, you'd have to bring that up with him, I think. Is that is that, is that something mm-hmm. you're gonna put on the table? I mean, he might not even know about mm-hmm. Govio. Son, let me that. tell you a story. <laughs> I, as much as I think that could be great, we're already at a complicated situation that has come to a more or less amenable agreement. Maybe that's too complicated to throw into the mix right now. Yeah. Hmm. What do you all think? I don't want to like mess everything up. Yeah. Because. To rebuild explaining trust. the scale of the issue and like how you know we would have to what would we have to get into right now well, in order to explain what would actually be required in that vein i'll bring it back to the original point you were making back in and in, in the tavern which is to try and um win the dwarf's friendship basically forge a permanent alliance i think yeah. m- maybe you know Accepting yeah. their proposal seems good. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> accepting the proposal closes today. You know, mm-hmm. you were talking about yeah. doing something that will have more longer lasting effects. And I think, I think what he's offering us, he's offering us gifts to basically, you know, fuck off to or fuck off with. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should turn that down in favor of an actual political alliance. Hmm. Which which would also which we, we could then leverage later on with Govil when the time comes. Alternatively, we could accept their gifts, say everything is clean and good. We continue to do business and build up their relationship because, as far as I know, none of us are ready to go after ye old tentacle girl. Oh. Yeah. Well, so uh, maybe we we just we kind of build the friendship in into it a little bit. Just the sense of we came seeing the dwarves as our friends. We would like to leave the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, don't put the the pressure of okay, well, you're going to have to go to war over this thing that's all the way over there. And how are we going to get the dwarves down there in the first place? Uh, so that's also a consideration because I don't know that they would actually be able to fight underwater. <laughs> there are spells for that. Yeah. Well, so it's, 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 hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I guess that's, 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 uh, like in some ways, I think we have come to a place where from, a position of great animosity on both sides, we have come to a place where we seem more or less to be coming to a win-win proposition. I'm just worried mm-hmm. about off-balancing off, off that again. Oh, we could just mention that we may need this thing made in the future and you know, just, just mentioning it, just some, a little something to chew on as we all step out of the room, friends, again. I mean, we don't Sorry, have to I keep it because Rocket's grumping at me. Um, okay. Uh, no, sorry. Just <laughs> if I seem. Uh, okay. Needs how, doggy dog on the how, how, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a bit of um, a bit of like retroactive world building here, okay. and say that hanging off the back of the paddle wheeler 
is a gnomish device that looks an awful lot like a fish. So that in addition to ornithopters, they also have submarines. Submarines. <laughs> That's awesome. Give us that. We want that. <laughs> Well, or, or, or better, make us make a big one that's sized so that we can fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just do what? <laughs> well, well, just we we have a submarine. <laughs> um, make it yellow. Don't you want a submarine? Don't <laughs> <laughs> you want a submarine? Uh, this is um, what I was thinking. Actually, more more in line of is a a a fighting unit of gnomish oh, submers- submersibles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's stick a, let's put a pin in that a for. Ball style battle. <laughs> let's let's put a pin in that for. Uh, well, we maybe we can have ask. To do the big battle. Well, so I, may, maybe what we can also do is just briefly take a step into the meta and say, does this complicate things for you? If <laughs> we're interested in this instead of the magic items, magic items are so cool. I hate to be turning down magic items, but. <laughs> Yeah. You know. No. Okay. Um, from from my point of view as D- dungeon master, um, having an alliance with the dwarves and and having some dwarves fighting at your side in this, and I'm imagining like no- gnomes in fishbowl helmets and <laughs> and uh, with harpoon guns yeah. and and uh, awesome. you know dwarves in a diving bell and and you know things like that. Um, uh, I mean, because it's clear that naval architecture is. Not beyond them at all, right? You know, they're 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 quite comfortable with it. So, if you were to say, if you were to say, "Hey, we've got this, we've got this monster in the water that we're going to fight in the future," your help against that would be would be enough to tip the balance so that we would do this modify memory thing. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, as game master, I'm all for that. And uh, and we could we could that could that could be something we do yeah. Um. So while I'm while I'm walking down with the gnome, yeah, I'm gonna make make peace with him. Okay. Okay. As he's about after about ten minutes, I go, "Hey, bud, you gotta understand. I got I'm a little on edge here. I just got, yeah, there was some trouble here, and I was expecting something bad, so." I'm 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 sorry about I'm sorry about what I did. I, I no no more ill feelings. I'm okay, make a make a persuasion check. Okay. That's actually what I'm very good at. Ooh, twenty-four. Oh yeah. He's he is like oh well, you know, I mean everybody's just just following orders. And before long, you know, with a 24, heck, you've got him, like, sitting on your shoulders. Yeah. And I give him back his, his detector and say, well, this is yours. He's pulled out the, the uh, steampunk version of one of those uh, uh, mechanical, like, picture flippers yeah. and he's showing you pictures of his family well actually he's 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 using little illusions to show you his family yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah yeah so yeah what's the what's the hunting around here how do you, you know what do you, what do you normally do 
Well, actually, I'm I'm not the hunter. I'm I am the local uh, miracle worker, as they call me oh, here. But uh, okay. uh, the, you know, those other fellows were the hunters. But uh, oh, okay. yeah, I I, uh, I you know mostly I do children's parties, bar mitzvahs, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, it, it shouldn't surprise you at all that these guys yeah. are Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, that I, now that I realize that they sent the amateurs after me, and I, I was total in Rambo mode. <laughs> they just, he, he was just told to find out where you were and report back. Uh, okay. He wasn't supposed to, like, capture oh. you or anything, just to find you and bring you back and, and report okay, back. Yeah, and we have that conversation. He should have just walked in a circle around the tree then and then walked away and made a message from there instead of saying, hello, hello, are you here? They, they did not give him good instructions. No. Well, I mean, he's also, he's also like the local, the, he's, he's, not, he's, not a, he's, not a, he's not a professional at this kind of thing. It's, it said that they didn't give him good instructions. It said they didn't know what they were fucking with. <laughs> well, it, so was that just like a detect magic plumb bob or something? What was he it, was what actually was using locate creature. Oh, okay. And oh. said, show me the nearest half elf. Oh, well. <laughs> See, what I thought was happening when I said I screwed up is that by showing the portable hole and the stuff we had in it, they were able to scry on that instead of one of us, therefore not requiring a saving throw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, but, I mean, oh well. you know. D- well, so it's, it's worked out. So, yeah, in- it worked out. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, uh, are, so are we going back out to say, um, yeah. we are willing to concede these uh, wonders, no, uh, no question that they would be incredible, but we notice your very cool submarine and we wonder that if we instead could have a promise of support against a worthy foe in the future. Um, what foe are you speaking of? It's a long story, and we would be happy to get into it. But the short version is uh, an ancient evil creature. And certainly not anyone that would cause political difficulties in opposing. Ancient evil. <laughs> it's surprising how often those things come up. Oh. It really, really is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so right now it is it is imprisoned-ish. But we ultimately feel that it will need to be banished entirely. If not destroyed. Well, uh, I certainly uh, look forward to the possibility of one not emptying our, uh, our our magical armories in this in this uh, mm-hmm. in this endeavor. And uh, quite frankly, I want to see what happens when these things actually get into it. Uh, but. <laughs> So I, I, I think in this case, because uh, it will require a lot more logistical planning, you don't know exactly what you'd be promising in the moment. I think what we're, what we're asking more broadly is that we came here seeing the dwarves as our friends, and we would like to leave the same way. If we can uh, 
modify your memories as we have described, then I think we can do that. Under the conditions that you suggested, where one by one we are able to verify that uh, what what has been modified versus what is, and there's no other changes unexpected. I, I look at mm -hmm. the others just to confirm. Thumbs up from Sarah. Oh. Uh, now, the only thing that we would need to check on is whether you have recorded any of these events uh, since you have, uh, because that if you have written any of this down, that would make the whole memory thing somewhat uh, moot. So uh, is there... Uh, there? There is a detail that uh, based on previous discussion, I, I suggest I should speak to you rather than in open company. Yes, why don't we do that? Uh, gentlemen, if you will excuse me. And he hops down off of the the, 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 uh, the chair. I should say hop. He more like drops. Um, <laughs> does anyone, do any of you remember a character that Tim Conway used to play? The Tim old Conway, man? The old man. Who moved his head in slow motion. I fucking love that character. Tim Conway was the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He moves like that. Uh, over awesome. towards just like each step is about. I thought you were going a... for Dorf. No, 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 no. The old man. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, he would and... fall down the stairs at quarter speed. It was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, he 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 is very stiff-legged. Just kind of shuffles along, um, <laughs> and uh, and as he approaches the uh, the, uh, the 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 tavern he waves his hand and the door opens in front of him and he shuffles in and uh i, I give everyone and... else a you know, like, um and so what I'll, I'll tell him is um uh in perfect candor because i am interested in having this be a straightforward relationship although i understand discretion as well i did record only a series of glyphs for teleportation circles. Yes. I do not have the locations for each series of glyphs, only the glyphs themselves, because I am interested in teleportation circles academically and practically. And I would request that perhaps I be allowed to keep the glyphs themselves, perhaps even if it is possible, with knowledge of which location is key to which, but perhaps without knowledge of why I have them. At an exchange, I will... I, I wish to remove the one for the elven capital from your memory entirely. Including from well, I, I do so know that one already. Correct, which means um, that you will lose nothing in the process. So, so I will only forget that I saw that one here. Yes. In an exchange, I will tell you which of those glyphs go where. And I would be allowed to keep those sequences. Yes, though several of them probably do not no longer work. Ah, well... I believe that's a fair exchange, and I, I hope you will appreciate that I, I suggested we discuss this, this okay. matter in private. Yes. So, mm -hmm. um, 
basically all of the sequences that are defunct is mm-hmm. part of the memory edit and you do not have them at all. Okay. But you will find a, in your notebook two glyph sequences that are both still running and also not um not uh uh uh, uh, uh and not to the Elven city. Okay? Okay. So two of them cuz most of them are defunct. Most of them won't work. Yes. Because they're for because okay. they're for cities in the syndicate, and all of those teleportation circles have been destroyed. Okay, so do I get to know what they were, even if they didn't work? Y- yes, yes. All right. Uh, uh, it, so, like, but it's academic because it doesn't. Yeah. Right. Okay. Basically, each of the cities in the syndicate had, each of the cities in the syndicate had one. Um, okay. Uh, but one of those still works, and that's the city of mm-hmm. Tagoon which was ruined early on in the conflict because it was the first city to go um, uh, to rebel. Um, that was... Conflict with the Wizard Lords. In the, con- in the Wizard Lord Rebellion, Tagoon was the first one to have an uprising. And the Wizard Lords responded by basically summoning a horde of terrible monsters. Okay. Um, so, so, so that city is in ruins, but the circle would still work. But the circle still works. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I want okay. to visit. Cool. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking home base. <laughs> <laughs> and the really other fun. teleportation circle that you have is for the city mm-hmm. of Charvanth, which is in the Dragon Realm. Oh, that. C H A R V O N T H Charvanth. <laughs> I'm sorry, C H A R B A N. V O N T H. C H R C H A R V O N T H. Yes. Don't bite your tongue. You're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because they because they have those long thin tongues like a snake. <laughs> so cool. So that's uh, uh, yeah. So I I think. I, I think we have negotiated in, in, in good faith and come up with something that seems like mm-hmm. it's probably the best case scenario. Okay. Right. And um, I'm, I'm writing in my notes, no longer remember the doomstones. <laughs> um, I, I think uh, I do have a little dog who is uh Yes, and it is ten o'clock. Yep. So I think we will yeah, stop yeah. here. Um, but can we can we assume that over the course of the evening, um, uh, that um, uh, that the the modify memory is is uh, agreed to and accomplished? It, it, is is the modified memory legit, or are they are they fucking with us? Um, or, or is that is that something that you can't reveal right now? Well, you. But the way he does it is basically he has one of you in, and 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 the, and you know and does the modify memory, um, <coughs> and uh, and basically just says to the person that you know, um, uh, is the subject of the spell, um, you did not see the doomstones in the vault. You don't remember anything about them, and um, uh, uh, and uh, this is done kind of in full view of all of you. Um, and in fact, he's uh, he casts it 
um, on his own several times, but then also um, also uh, uh, uses um, uses a couple of scrolls because it's a fifth level spell and he doesn't have that many fifth level slots. And and are we allowed to like test afterwards after each casting? Yeah. Well, I thought that yes. was part well, of the as, as well, long and we, as and we, yeah. The nature of that spell is such that if we see, like, if we're present, the you know the observers are present when the spell is cast, we can see what the effect of the change is. Like, we can, right? right. I mean, is that right. well? It sounds like that's what's being described. So right, but after someone has had, had has gotten the spell, they need to be taken away because he doesn't want the world doomstones to. Right. In fact, the well, people and who've to already be had sure, it. right? They want to <laughs> ensure that we don't uh, just tell each other, like in yes. secret, right? Yeah. You know, well, well, I mean, you had it removed, but then you we go and take them and we tell them back, tell them again. So, right? so. my insidious understanding was that he would he performs a spell on someone, and then we get to quiz them to make sure that stuff that they shouldn't have forgotten is still there. Yeah. So that, that, that's true, but once you're once you're satisfied with that. Right, so I'm am just verifying that that's actually what, what's a lot what happens. If that's if that's how it goes down, then yeah, I get I'm more copacetic. Yeah, I think I think it's just that it they they need to observe that process too, so that they can verify that we don't just remind them about the memories that were just taken. Totally fair. Modified. So you will you will come out of it knowing that your memories were edited and that there was something down there that you that you couldn't you know bring the knowledge out with. But you don't know what it was. Yeah, but but that we agreed. And you, yeah, but you do agreed. remember that you agreed to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah that is the classic sci-fi trope, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> no, your memories are changed, and then you find out. <laughs> yeah. Doing, uh, oh, and I'm I'm sure. Me, when he's doing this to me, I ask, "Can you also take the memory of that time I asked Galadriel to the Midsummer Dance?" <laughs> 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 I really would love to forget that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, certainly. That's I can, <laughs> I, I'll be. I'll be glad to. If, if, trust me, there are times when I have wanted to use the spell on myself. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll take that as red, and I uh, will see you guys next week. Right. Oh no, we all forgot right. Peter Parker was Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs>